Hi, everyone, and welcome to High Tea Hoops. I'm Skylar Smith, and you can catch me on the Bird app at the Duchess of Hoops. Hey, everyone, I'm Brian Boucher, and you can catch me across all social media, including Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, Skylar, at the Duke of Hoops. I'm working on it. We are so excited for our first series, the Casual UK Fan Guide to NBA Teams. In this series, we're going to be running through the 22 NBA teams competing in Orlando to help you decide who to root for in the bubble. We'll keep the statistics and game analysis a little bit light while focusing more on the stuff that makes fans fans, whether the team is winning or not. I unfortunately didn't have a ton of choice in my fanship. I grew up in a Pistons household in Michigan. But Brian, you moved around a lot growing up. You lived in L.A. You could have been a Lakers fan. You you lived in Indiana. You could have been a Pacers fan. But you committed to the Nuggets when you were living in Denver and you stuck with them. When you were a kid, what about the Nuggets made you think this is going to be my team forever? Well, the reason I'm such a big NBA fan is because I have lived across the states in a lot of different cities. So I've got to see a lot of different teams play. But I moved to Denver when I was seven, a little bit of a nerdy kid. And I wore these kind of like really long white tube socks that were not cool. And there was a player on the Nuggets, Bobby Jackson, Action Jackson, who wore these really long white tube socks as well when he played. And he made me feel a lot cooler. Uh, And that sealed the deal, made me a lifelong Denver Nuggets fan. Yes, that's the stuff we want. Being a fan of a team is about so much more than championships and rings, and that's what we're hoping to fill in here. We'll be touching on team personalities, beefs, nicknames, Premier League team equivalents, and more. We'll be starting from the bottom of the rankings, so bear with us with the Washington Wizards and making our way up to the Bucks at number one. You can check back every day, though, for a new episode. Let's spill the tea. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the High Tea Hoops podcast. We are super excited today to launch our casual UK fan guide to the NBA teams. Mm -hmm. Uh, Today, we're covering the Washington Wizards. Super excited. Do we have to? We have to, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Um, Before we get started, I'm Skylar Smith. You can catch me on Twitter at the Duchess of Hoops. And I am Brian Boucher. You can catch me at the Duke of Hoops on all social. Brian, what's your history with... The Washington Wizards. Uh, well, the Wizards, first of all, uh, they're my least favorite name of any NBA team and mascot. Really? Yeah, just the, they, they rebranded in 1997 to the Wizards with their new design. And I think I hated it because Jordan joined them. Yeah. And I hated seeing Jordan with a fucking Wizards logo on. It looked so, I think so that's, wrong. It looked really so. It's always looked bad to me, and I really. They used to be the Washington Bullets, so I really like the Washington Bullets. But this is a franchise to me, uh, you know, being in the Western Conference, kind of a fan of the Western Conference. That just I never really think about. They've had a very weird history. They consistently underperform. They have bad ownership. Um, so never really thought about the Wizards too much, other than just not liking their logo and finding it weird that Jordan played for them. Yeah, that's completely fair. I think I have a similar experience. I mean, I was I'm a Pistons fan, so like I was in conference with them, but I truly I never thought about them. I kind of miss the the Jordan era. I don't really remember it. I'm sure I could remember it, but I just don't because it's the wizard. I know you're a baby. You miss the nineties. Yep. And then John Wall came and John Wall's kind of he's kind of all I've thought about with the Wizards. But I yeah, I don't have a lot of experience with the Wizards just because they're if they're never going to threaten your team, it's just kind of hard to learn. Well, it's hard that. to threaten the Pistons, Skylar. Well, I guess I guess you had you had the Listen, you had Chauncey, you had a championship you can't when you say were that when we're talking about the Wizards. <laughs> 
you can bring that the up. Pistons have done well. I'll give you the Pistons. Series. You can't do that in the first one when we're talking about the Wizards. True, true. Early 2000s Pistons were really, really good. I take it back. Thank you, Brian. All right, let's get into it. Let's start with the coach, Mr. Scott Brooks. You know, I love Scott Brooks. We're going to get into Scott Brooks a little bit uh, further along in the podcast when we get to the beef section. Really looking forward to it with this podcast. Um, Scott Brooks, he won a championship with the Rockets in 94 as a player. He was the head coach of OKC before coming to Washington. Brian, yep. why do you love Scott Brooks? Love Scott Brooks. This is uh, – there's like fairy tales about Scott Brooks making it in the NBA because he's a super undersized guard. How small uh, is he? I think he might be under six foot. No way. Yeah. I, I get, He's, he's a five, very ten, short ten. guard. Scott Brooks height. I need a stats department on hand. 5'11". Yep, he's 5'11". Do you think um, if, if it says 5'11", too, he's definitely like at like 5'10", maybe 5'9"? He might be. He's very insane. short. He played his last two years of college at University of California, Irvine, where my mom went. Yep. So big UCI okay. fan. Go okay. Anteaters. Um, and he was not drafted. And so he went home and he just – Ran for miles and miles and miles with a basketball, trained his ass off, made it onto a team, and had a pretty decent uh, playing career, which I love him fighting back as an undersized guard, making it in the NBA, and then becoming a coach. That's why I like Scott Brooks. He doesn't give up. I'm kind of a fan of like every player who goes undrafted and then goes on to find success in the NBA. And he's always shit on by – like when he was with the Thunder, they always would shit on him for holding them back. Um, when I thought he was a pretty good coach. We'll see. We'll see in the beefs. We'll get, okay. we'll, get back okay. we'll save it thoughts. for the beefs. All right. Let's get into the team. Their starting lineup. It's pretty sad. Here it's it bad. Thomas Bryant, Hachimura, Jerome Robinson, Bradley Beal, Shabazz Napier. Wow. That's wow. the starting lineup. Yeah. What about I Bertans? Mean, he is actually – he's not in the starting lineup, and he's actually sitting out of Orlando, he announced. Yeah, he's my second favorite player. Actually, no, yeah, he's my second favorite player after Beal. Okay, on the – I've w- never seen him miss a not shot. Your second player, not your second favorite player in general on the Wizards. Yes. Okay, great. Just making sure that distinction was clear. John Wall is not in my top two on the Wizards. <laughs> It's just it's interesting. Bradley Beal was playing some of the best basketball of his career before the pandemic. And we've seen reports coming out of Washington prior to Orlando that he'll likely be limited in Orlando just to avoid injury. It's just not worth it to play him that hard if they're it's if they're very unlikely to make it to the playoffs. So I wouldn't anticipate a very strong Washington team in this tournament. Yeah. So who are your favorite players on this squad? Who do you want to cover? I mean, there's just so many great ones to choose from on this team. I mean, <laughs> honestly, John Wall has been a big part of the NBA as I've been growing up. Like, It's the, so weird that he was like culture-defining for you. He was so culture-defining for me. He – I forget what year he was drafted, but I think I was in like – it was like late elementary, like middle school. And it was mm-hmm. still very much when I was like playing basketball, was very in basketball culture. A lot basketball, Skylar. Yes. A lot of my guy friends play basketball. We're super into it. They all loved John Wall. And like Mm -hmm. the song, Do the John Wall, with like the dance that came along with it, that like came out when I was in middle school. So like, you know, those thoughts that like 
creep in late at night when you're like trying to go to sleep and you're just like thinking and you're just like trying to be all peaceful and you're like oh remember that embarrassing thing i did when i was 12 it's like me doing Doing the the john John wall Wall dance is like something that creeps in late at night uh and john wall and he is incredible at the dougie maybe he's been a better dancer off the court than he's been on the court the last few years but I won't blame him for injury. I don't like blaming players for injury. He's an wow. incredible athlete. Love John Wall at Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, number one pick. Just one of the has best had a, one and dones ever. Yes. And it's not his fault he signed a super max huge contract and then got hurt. Good for him. Player empowerment. Yep. The owners are really dumb. Secure uh, that bag, John Wall. Secure that bag, John Wall. But he's killing the team because he hurts their cap so much and he's untradeable. Yep. Um, so he's one of the reasons that they've struggled so much. Once again, John Wall and his money, we'll get into it in the beefs. Lots to come in that beef section, Ooh. guys. Uh, can we talk about Rui for a second? Yeah. I think he's the first Japanese player in the NBA. Is that right? I can't think of another one. He played at Gonzaga. Uh, Is he the was, first? I think he's the first Japanese player. Um, so he played at Gonzaga, had a really good season. There are a lot of questions about him coming into the draft. Um, just about how developed and polished of a basketball player he was. And he has overperformed and done really well. So he's a really fun young talent that I really like. He's um, only 22, on which is really impressive. Yep. He hardly spoke any English at Gonzaga. So it was like hard for the coaches to communicate with him. But he was a monster in college. And he's done really well for the Wizards. Yeah. Um, which is cool to see. Good for him. Proud of him. Any Bradley Beal know? commentary? Um. Honestly, no. He's playing great basketball. We won't see a lot of him in the tournament. We love Bradley Beal. Sit it out. Don't get injured, my guy. Agreed. Great GIF guy. Yeah. Great reactions. Are we committing to the the GIF pronunciation on this podcast? GIF? GIF? I always get it wrong. Please don't roast me. I commit to GIF. I feel like- GIF? All right. We'll say GIF. Okay. I'll say GIF. I appreciate that. All right, moving on. Do you want to hear what would have to happen in order for the Wizards to make it into the playoffs in Orlando? Yeah, and just to set context, there are 22 out of the 30 NBA teams that are going into this NBA Disney World bubble. Uh, A lot of people thought only 20 should go, so the Wizards with the 22nd snuck in with the Suns, um, have a horrible record. But yeah, I want to hear, Can they? is there an actual path for them to make it, or are they just there for fun? I mean, I think it depends on your mindset. What's I the record? Their record is 24 and 40. And they were invited back? That and is they were insane. invited back. So here's what they have to do to make it to the playoffs. So just because they're in this tournament doesn't mean they're in their playoffs. In the playoffs, they have eight games to be able to qualify. So they're currently five and a half games back from eighth place, which is Orlando Magic. They have to get it to within four games in those eight games. They have to make up a one and a half game differential. The Magic. Okay. Magic are looking all right. It's going to be tough. Magic if they good. can get to within four games, then they force a play-in tournament for that final playoff spot. They then have to beat Orlando, which is the eighth place team, twice without losing in order to punch their ticket to the playoffs. I'm not going to lie, guys. It's a tough road ahead for the Wizards. And they don't want to get Bradley Beal hurt. And they don't want to get Bradley Beal hurt. So they have no incentive to actually do this. He's not – John Wall will not be with them, by the way. And Bertans is missing, and he literally never misses a shot. Yep. 
The Wizards also only won eight games on the road this year. They were eight and twenty-four. <laughs> which shout out so Kobe, bad. but eight and twenty-four. So bad. That's so tough. It sucks too because Bradley Beal was averaging. 36 and a half points per game before the all-star break, which is better than LeBron and Harden. But shit. they got to limit him in this. They can't bring him back full strength. There's no way. Yep. If they were to make the playoffs though, it would be the fifth time in seven years, which would be the first time that's happened since the eighties. Yeah, they make, make it to the playoffs. They just can't win in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be tough for them to even make it to the playoffs here. So so just note that, UK fans, if you pick the Wizards, it's a long game. It's definitely a long game with the Wizards. Um, So let's get into what we think the Premier League team equivalent is for the Suns. So let's talking about how tough the road is ahead for them, how tough it's been for the past how long do we want to say for the Wizards? How how long has it been? Tough? Forever. Forever. What did that? When's the last time they won a champ? Did they have they won a championship? They have won. They've won. Nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, they at least Long won time. once more than the Suns can say. True. God, the Suns. However, don't roast me for this. I am well aware that they are not in the Premier League. However, I think the Wizards are Sunderland. It's just <laughs> just continually getting relegated. I mean, on I mean, I guess like <laughs> I guess like the fact that they're in these playoffs means that they're not Sunderland. But like, if you're just taking the play or the the playoffs, the the bubble, the Orlando tournament as the NBA right now, I think they're Sunderland. So you're saying that if you're a fan of the if you choose to be a fan of the Wizards, you're basically saying I'm going to be Netflix. I'm going to take a bet on this team that just got relegated, and they're going to fight their way back. And there's a lot of hope. But what started as an inspiring story quickly turned into a disaster. Yes, exactly. Okay, perfect. I love that analogy. Do you agree, or do you? Think I completely you think agree. I I think they're the Leicester City. Uh, they it's it's mathematically nearly impossible for them to win. So this could be a Leicester City situation where if you like if you bet on this if you if you want to get in early. Uh, I think their chances are about the same as Lester winning, which happens. So yeah, you never know. You're going to make a lot of enemies in Lester right now, but that's okay. So Skylar, you blew past your guy, Mo Wagner to go to premier league equivalent. Yeah, I was so Brian. excited to talk about your Michigan player. <laughs> Honestly, I was just, I didn't want to get roasted for being a homer. <laughs> what, is, does he even party. play? I didn't even know he was on the wizards. All right. Chill out. He, <laughs> Did LeBron, LeBron be like, just get off the Lakers? Yeah, we don't want you on the Lakers. He wasn't valuable to the Lakers anymore, so now he's on the Wizards. You Is know, he valuable to the Wizards. We only Is went, he the guy. He's not their guy. We only went through the starting lineup. That's why I didn't bring him up. You know, what's your history? Give us our. You know, Mo. I don't. I don't know Mo. You went to the same parties as Mo. I went to the same parties as Mo. That's about all I can say. I it, for people who don't know the background, I went to Michigan. Mo Wagner played for Michigan. Uh, he's from Germany. Great guy. Michigan people love Mo Wagner. He gave our university a whole lot. Um, yep. He's currently riding the bench. So that's why I didn't talk about him in the starting lineup. But you know, when he gets hot, he's an exciting player to watch. He, he also has. He's very passionate. He will. Yes. He will come Huge off mouth. the bench and he will talk his shit. He does not care that he 
was on the bench the first 37 minutes of the game. Maybe this is his time to shine. The Disney yeah. World bubble, they're not going to have their their actual players. They're going to be resting them, and he can come off the bench and make an impact. Look out for Mo Wagner in the Orlando bubble. That's all I'll say. Agreed. All right, what do you got next? All right, we've been talking about it. All podcasts, let's get into these beefs. The Skylar, the Skylar Smith, Duchess of Hoofs, Duchess of Hoofs beef segment. Okay, honestly, this is my pitch to you. If you're looking for a team to support and you're considering the Wizards, if you're so a much petty bitch like me who lives for drama, the Wizards are your team. There's been a lot <laughs> so of much. drama in the past like ten years with them. Yep. Legendary drama. Legendary drama. There's been a lot of tension on this team. Let's start out. Where should we start? Let's There's- let's go backwards in history. So let's start more recent. Okay. In 2018, there were a lot of reports coming out of practices that they were getting really tense. John Wall was saying, fuck you to Scott Brooks. Kelly Oubre was shouting expletives at Scott Brooks. Current son, who we'll cover in the next episode. Yep. Current Got traded. Current league fit, first team, Kelly Oubre, love him. <laughs> um, following that tension at practice, there was allegedly tension between Bradley Beal and John Wall over how much they were making, coming back yeah. to John Wall fucking them because of how much money he makes. He actually doesn't make that much. How much do you think uh, Wall's contract was at the time? $127 million over five wow. years. You really, really overestimated that. So this- John Wall? This beef came out because John Wall was making $48 million in four years, and Bradley Beal had just signed a, just signed an $127,000,000 contract over five years. And so there I flipped it. I thought Wall made more. It was So Wall was kind of finishing his contract while Bradley Beal was signing his new one. So it's actually, I don't think it should have been that big of a beef. It sounds like John Wall just needed to get to the end of his contract and sign a huge new one. It's Which he did. This was kind of nothing. Yep. But there's always kind of been this narrative around the Wizards that there's a lot of tension within their team. So this Especially all- Beal and Wall, because they're both incredible guards. Yep. They both are stars. And it's hard when you have two guards like that. Like the Steph, Clay, uh, you know, uh, guard duo where they're super unselfish. They love each other. This is not that. This is the this is their their antithesis, is kind of two more selfish guards yep. who are constantly battling. Yeah. However, they're not always at odds with each other. Part of this tension that came out of the Wizards was Beal and Wall started making comments to the media about how players on their team, they never mentioned them by name, shouldn't be worried about getting shots up. Apparently, there were players who were concerned about how many shots they were getting up if those players won't play defense. Yeah. And they went out and they just threw these comments at the media. So Beal and Wall united on that, not united with their team. Should we get to the granddaddy of them all? Oh my god, my this other than like the malice in the palace, this might be one of my favorite NBA dramas. Not great, but one it's of my not, favorites. It's not great, but it's one of my favorite NBA dramas ever. Because it's crazy, it's insane. Okay, let's get into it. Gilbert Arenas, what a guy! He when he signed with the Washington Wizards in the early aughts, he was one of the best point guards in the league, actually, which is I think it's incredible era now. He signed with the Wizards. Love Gilbert Arenas era. Love him. He had a couple really dominant er 
a couple really dominant years for the Washington Wizards. He played really well for them. Mm-hmm. Um, it started to get a little dicey when he was playing a card game with Booray. <laughs> Is the, that the, the game? card game of choice? It's called Booray. Yeah, it's like it's like the NBA card game that they Have all play when they travel. No, I haven't. I wonder. It's similar how- to like spades. Do you think Michael Jordan just like left this like insane gambling legacy at the Wizards and that's what caused this story? No, I think all NBA players love cards. Probably. Forever and gambling. Right. They're too competitive. You got me. All right. Gilbert Arenas, they're playing Bure. Him and Javaris Crittenton. Um, we don't really know the details of what happened, but there was a card game. There was some money bet, $1,100. Feels like it shouldn't be that much for NBA players to get this upset about. But this card game happens on a plane. About a, It's like a couple days or a week later. Yeah, in the locker room. They are in the locker room before a game. And can you, can you believe Gilbert Arenas pulls out four guns? In the locker room. In the locker room. Pulls out four guns on Javeri. So did Crittenden. So did Cr- Crittenden brought in guns too. They so, both brought guns. So the thing is, Gilbert pulls out all four of his guns and tells Javeris, pick which one that I'm going to shoot your ass with, is an exact quote. Javeris pulls out a gun of his own. And so we've just got all these guns in the locker room. This is it's in, this is one of the most insane stories to come out of the NBA in the last 20 years. Yep. I don't know if we'll ever top this in our entire casual UK fan guide to the NBA. I also just like I love thinking about this story if I'm from the UK and I'm kind of just getting into the NBA. Where I there's can- not that many guns in the UK and they're just bringing in tons of guns into the locker room before a game on, with your own teammate. If I'm from the UK, like number one thing that confuses me about America is probably the fast food and number two is the guns. <laughs> so to have five guns in this NBA locker room, that is insane. That we know about. That we know about. Could always be yeah, more. Not great. Not a great moment in NBA history. Uh, not a great moment. And I think Gilbert Arenas changed. I think he was suspended for a year or more. Yeah, he um, really fizzled out after that. It was not great. Yeah, so not a great yeah, history. Magic. We poke fun because it's a beef, but not a great moment in NBA history or for the Wizards. Yeah. We also poke fun because it's Gilbert Arenas, and we all love Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert also, Arenas. just incredible God. name. What a great highlight reel. Love him. All right, how are we closing this out, Skylar? Brian, what do you think are the Wizards' chances of making it. I don't have the 538 percentages. I'm really sorry. I'm going to get less than 1% for getting into the playoffs and winning the championship. It's not I think great. it's less than 1% of 1%. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to struggle. It's going to be tough. What are our takeaways, though, for the Wizards? You know, we've spent a good amount of time laying out the reasons it's going to be tough to be a Wizards fan going into this bubble. What are our takeaways? What are the positives for being a Wizards fan? All right, I'll give you my top ones. Um, Last Dance just aired. Yeah. Got a lot of people excited about basketball. This is one of two teams Michael Jordan played for. Yeah. So if you don't want to get on the bandwagon uh, and be a Bulls fan, then the Wizards are your second choice. He was a, Michael Jordan was an owner of the Wizards. He had to divest once he started playing and came out of retirement. Owner and player of the Wizards. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Beal is amazing. John Wall is amazing. You've got a young core. Um, 
Bertans is good, but he's sitting out, unfortunately. Uh, and, you know, who doesn't love the underdog in the bubble? Who knows what's, what shit they're going to start the bubble? What if they just, like, don't show up to play? Or if Mo Wagner is like, I'm playing because I need this opportunity. <laughs> they're just an exciting team because they're such a wild card. So that's what I would say. If you want to pick the Wizards to root for, you're really going for a wild card team. Yeah. I mean, I think above all, this NBA bubble is going to be insane. And I honestly don't think we're going to be able to predict who's going to be able to win very well. So if there's ever a year to like jump in on the underdog, I think it's definitely this year. Especially uh, with Bradley Beal and Mo Wagner and their potential dynamic together. The dynamic duo. limited, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> just want to but talk Mo about Wagner's that. not. All right. Here are my reasons why you should root for the Wizards. So John Wall has been a fan favorite for a decade now. He's battled injury. He hasn't been great for them. He hasn't been getting them a bunch of playoff wins, but fan favorite. He's brought them some success. If you love John Wall, this is your team. Reason number two, come on, Mo Wagner. It's got to be. (laughs) If there's a player to watch in this bubble, it's definitely Mo Wagner. I guess I'm blessing that now. Hadn't planned on that. But, you know, look out for Mo Wagner in the bubble. Reason number three, if you're like me once again, if you love drama, this is your team. Especially because a lot of times we hear about NBA beefs, and especially if it's even like one or two or three years ago, a lot of the times those players are already gone. So, like, that beef's going to be broken. All of these players are still on the Wizards. And so this beef could be reignited at any time. They're away from their families. They're in a bubble. They're in close quarters. We've all been quarantining for three months. Everyone is at their wit's end. Who knows what's going to pop off? Agreed. I think that's the pitch for the Wizards. Yep. I'm excited to watch them. Me too. All right. Thanks so much for joining me, Brian. Uh, Or we'll be back. I'm the co-host, Skylar. I'm going to join you every time. Sorry, Brian. We'll be back uh, every week with a new team. That you could every day. This is every day. We'll be back every day with a new team that you could potentially be a fan of. And you you great pick. Thanks, Skylar. Thanks for joining us, guys.